God takes the initiative. Yes. He gives us what we need to come to him. So why do we think when we worship him gathered together that God needs something from us? Hmm. Welcome to Soundless Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music where we explore what the Bible has to say about music and worship in the church and encourage those who plan, lead, and participate in their Sunday gatherings each week. Welcome to the Soundless Doctrine Podcast. My name is David Zimmer. My name is Bob Coughlin. David, wow. I, thought you, I thought the intro was a little fast. You said that so stately. Well, <laughs> I was just trying to balance out your, you know, you're just like, energy. Through it. And if, if people, you know, they listen to this in the middle of the day, whatever, it's like, oh, my gosh, it's coming at me. And I said, calm down. You're right. It's okay. All right. Hey, anyway. Welcome, welcome to the Sound Here we Plus are Doctor on the Sound Plus Doctor Podcast. <laughs> I'm so excited. So am I. What are we talking about today, Bob? Today, well, we are going to talk about something that I actually spoke on uh, at a, a kind of a retreat I was at in Guadalajara, Mexico, mm. not too long ago. It was an unusual situation. Uh, my son Devin and I have, you know Devin, but not everybody does. Mm -hmm. um, we were going to be there together to talk about uh, what matters to God in our gatherings. Mm -hmm. But Devin got COVID before uh, he came, so he was unable to travel out of the country. So I ended up having to do one of his messages, and then uh, another pastor in Sovereign Grace, uh, Jose Lomarcado, did the other. But I prepared a new message. And mm. it was uh, from Psalm 50. Mm. It, I'd read this psalm a, num a couple years ago when I was reading this psalm. I thought, I would love to do a message from this psalm one day. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? This just seems to be the, great opportunity. the right time. And I, I talked to a couple people about it. I said, I could just kind of take what Devin had done. In, fi in fact, I was talking to Nate Stiff about this, one of the songwriters, good friend. And um, or I could do this Psalm 50. Said it sounds like you're a lot more excited about Psalm 50 than you are about just doing Devin's message. I said, you know what? You're right. Yeah. So it was a crunch, but uh, it was so worth it because yeah. you know when you prepare to preach, you you really research the Psalm. You you dig into it in a way that you don't typically do. And uh, the 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 message was called "What God Looks For in Our Worship." Hmm. Uh, and it was fun preparing it somewhat in Spanish. I speak a little bit of Spanish, but just getting an idea of what the Spanish version actually says. Yeah. Um, but more than that, it's what the psalm actually says. Yes. Uh, so if you were going to, if we're going to give a title today, it would be why God, why God doesn't need our worship, hmm. because that's kind of what the psalm is about. Hmm. Um, it's, it's one of the few psalms where God is addressing us. The, most of the psalm is God speaking to us, mm -hmm. and it begins with, uh, you know, just the Lord, the mighty one, God the Lord, speaks and summons the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Mm -hmm. And you get this picture that, you know, before anything happened, before anything existed, there was God shining forth from eternity in perfection. Mm -hmm. And then he goes on, uh, our God comes, he does not keep silence, before him is devouring fire, around him a mighty tempest. You, you know, it, it, it brings up images of Mount Sinai, yeah, where right. God met with his people, mm -hmm. and uh, it, it's, it's very sober, it's, it's a, a somber event, you know, it's, it's, it's a significant event. Mm -hmm. He says, he calls to the heavens above, to the earth, that he may judge his people. So we're getting a perspective here on what 
God thinks of his people's worship. Hmm. So it's just, and the, the topic or the, like the, the theme of that message was going to be that our gatherings are God-initiated and God-exalting. It's one yes. of the first first of the five marks of you know, what God looks for. Right, which we talked we talked about some of those distinctives. We did. We yeah, did on our, our podcast, yeah. Five, uh, five podcasts on that, uh-huh. uh, five values of corporate worship. Yeah. Um, so this was that one, God initiated, God exalting. So he says, gather to me my faithful ones who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens declare his righteousness for God himself is judge. And all that saying that, you know, what God says about a worship is right. Yes. <laughs> and, and we talk a lot about this a lot, that it's not really uh, up to us to define what our worship is like. You know, we have this whole worship world. Mm-hmm. Like the worship industry, you know, contemporary worship, and and we tend to get our our thoughts about what worship is from that. Totally, you know, worship musician magazine and worship conferences, YouTube, and YouTube, yeah. and so and, and a lot of that's good, but it can be easy to drift away from from what God says to right. us about our worship, right? And so in Psalm 50, we have this clear uh, statement, these clear statements from God as Mm -hmm. to what matters in our worship. Mm -hmm. So he begins by talking to his people in verse 7, Hear, O my people, and I will speak, O Israel, I will testify against you. I am God, your God. Not for your sacrifices do I rebuke you, your burnt offerings are continually before me. And I, I, I just hear some people thinking right now, what are they doing talking about sacrifice and burnt <laughs> offerings? I'm going to do this podcast because I just want to learn something about how, like, how to sing better or you know, how to enjoy my meeting. <laughs> really, it's relevant. Trust me, it's relevant. Hmm. These sacrifices were ordained by God as a means. Initiated, yeah. Uh, sorry? Yeah, he initiated them. He initiated them yeah. as a means by which, you know, after the fall, after we blew it and Adam and Eve, we, you know, were rejected from God's, ejected from God's presence, they were the means God provided for us to, to come to him, mm-hmm. to come into his presence without being consumed by his holiness. Mm-hmm. So he says, I don't condemn you for that. Yeah. They're, they're continually before me. And then he says in verse 9, I will not accept a bull from your house or goats from your folds. Hmm. And, and the, the Hebrew means, I will not take these. Hmm. For every beast of the forest is mine, the cattle on a thousand hills. And you probably have heard that phrase referenced, that yeah. verse referenced, you know, the Lord owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Well, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. You know, does it mean that he's really rich? Yeah. That, you know, that, <laughs> that he doesn't need to go to Ruth's Chris or Texas Steakhouse <laughs> to get anything. He's got, he got it. He's got the, you know, cattle on a thousand hills. What it means is we can't bring him anything that he hasn't given us. Mm-hmm. He ha- we can't give God anything that he didn't originally give to us as a gift. Yeah. So it's all of grace. Yes. We got an email recently from a uh, uh, worship leader in the UK mm-hmm. who listens to the podcast. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just encouraging us. And he said, our, 
our aim is to serve Christ in his church. He's, this is what he, he was saying he learned. And when we sing on a Sunday morning, whether I'm in the congregation, playing guitar, singing in the band, or leading, it's been super helpful to remember the purpose is to enable the word to dwell in us richly. Yet as I come, it is not because God needs me, mm. but because he has called me. He initiates it. I'm responding to him, and I can only come because of him. Mm-hmm. So so often we come into our meetings with this mindset like the Israelites had here of, you know what, maybe God needs something from me. <laughs> you know, or, or maybe in giving him something, I'll get something back. Mm. You know, it was like the pagan nations that they offered food to their gods right. and thought, you know, their gods were hungry, so they needed to give them food and drink, and you know we're giving you this, and you know maybe you can make the crops grow, mm. and maybe you can give us rain, and maybe you can you know bless our family life and give us wealth, and it was kind of like a, a tit for tat deal. You're right, right. And God's saying, I don't work like that. Yeah, that's not who I am. You're misunderstanding something about our relationship. Yes. But as as I was thinking through this passage and as we were talking about you know this podcast yeah thought wow how often do we do this well and how often do we do we uh are we so uh burdened and stressed and anxious to bring something Mm, mm. you know that should be a cause of relief uh uh, (laughs) just i don't have to muster up the offering that God has already, he's already given it to me. If, if it's a gift, why are we stressed? Yeah. Why are we, like, you just, why are we anxious? Why, right. why are to we? To get it right. Y- yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we'll talk about that. Like what, yeah. okay, what is it we think we're bringing to God? Yeah. But he's, he goes on to say, if I were, in verse 12, if I were hungry, I would not, t- I wouldn't tell you. Yeah. For the world and all its fullness are mine. Do I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? And these are, these sound like, well, that's kind of a weird question. But, oh, no, it's not weird. Mm. When we think about what what we bring to God, does God need our songs? Mm -hmm. Does he need our skills? Does he need our technology? Does he need our planning? Mm. Not that... Any of those are necessarily bad, right. but but the the important word is need. Right? Does he need them? Right. And I think so often. I mean, we've been guilty of this. We we prepare, or we uh, you know we're we're in rehearsal or whatever, and and we feel this weight. Mm-hmm. We or we feel this pride, like oh, this is really good. Right. This is so good. Yeah. <laughs> like the Lord's going. Yeah, Great finally. Job. You did it Man, right. Man, those five churches out there, they're they're just a mess. But you guys, you got and I'm just loving this because <laughs> you know, and you know, finally I can find someone I can glorify myself through. Right. The Lord doesn't choose us because we're so great. Right. So I think of you know, we we can be so envious of people with great voices you know, great instrumentalists. Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of what's modeled for us often mm-hmm. on YouTube and other places. Uh, yeah, you could, this is what God uses. Yeah. You know, he needs this mm-hmm. to really glorify himself. You, you need to have someone with a 
great voice, you right? Know? Or or someone who looks good, you know. Those are the people that God really uses, mm. and and actually, He doesn't look for those kind of people. Mm-hmm. He can use them, but not because He needs yep. that those attributes. Mm-hmm. I mean, how how have you? Experience this, experience this in your own life. Yeah. Well, I, I think um, as you were mentioning YouTube and uh, and even just, you know, how you mentioned the worship industry, I think uh, it's no wonder that quote unquote worship music would be popular when it is so focused on us, when it is so typically man-centered. Good. Good. Yeah. Uh, and you we we have this from the lord's for, for we have this from god's perspective um everything that i've given you you're just returning back to me yes yeah uh it's not about hey we're looking around and we look great doing this <laughs> <laughs> and i think that's funny but i think that can so often be the what what we see yeah in the worship industry it's hard not to see it yeah I mean, that's why I've said before, you know, our worship services aren't meant to be YouTubeable. So the whole mm-hmm. COVID thing, you know, us us people pouring, you know, hundreds of hours, thousands of dollars into making their live stream look amazing. Right. It's like, why? That's not the gathering. Yeah. You know, live stream is not the gathering. Right. Gathering is like where we have people next to each other, yeah. where we can actually touch each other, serve each other, mm-hmm. hear each other. Those mm-hmm. That's the gathering. So it's not as though, you know, getting, getting what's on YouTube, getting what's on YouTube to look really good is the goal. It's not yeah, the goal. Right. Our services aren't meant to be Instagrammable. Right. They're not meant to be Facebookable. <laughs> They're meant for gathering. <laughs> right. And, and sometimes it just... Looks like ordinary people gathering around, singing their hearts out. Yeah, because Jesus is such an amazing gift. Yeah, yeah. You know, and <laughs> think of when, when your child or your grandchild, in my case, brings you a a, a painting you know, that right. they've done. Yeah, and you gave them. You gave them the the colored pencils. Yeah, the you paper. gave them the paper. <laughs> you you gave them the home. You gave them food. You gave them life. Hmm. And, and it's as though they they would come to you and you go, "Wow, that's amazing! What what a what an incredible work of art!" No one does that, and and no one says, you know what, this this looks like trash. Yeah, you can't be my child, you can't be my grandchild. Right. You know this. I'm, I'm going to throw this thing right in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do that. Yeah. You know, I just I'm so overwhelmed, not because of the quality of the offering, mm. but because of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And. God has initiated our relationship with mm-hmm, him. I mean, mm-hmm. from, from the garden, you know, from, from Adam and Eve, you know, when they sinned, God called them out. He went after them. Noah, God established a covenant with him. Abram, he called Abram out mm-hmm, of Ur mm-hmm. to go to the promised land. God appears to Moses in the desert, said he'll deliver his people. Not because Moses was any special thing, because God said, I'm going to use you. 
God called his people together at Mount Sinai. God called and out and raised up Samuel and David. God spoke to us through the prophets. He sent his son to redeem us. God sent his spirit to assure us and sanctify us. I mean, in all these ways, God takes the initiative. He gives us what we need to come to him. So why do we think when we worship him gathered together that God needs something from us? Hmm. Right. It just makes no sense. <laughs> so you might wonder, you might ask, so what, what's the purpose? What, what do we do? Yeah. Well, then this is what's so great. In Psalm 50, he says in verse 14, after this judgment, he says, offer to God a sacrifice mm. of thanksgiving mm-hmm. and perform your vows to the Most High and call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me. Hmm. Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving. How, how thankful are we when we gather together with our team, with God's people on a Sunday morning? How grateful are we that God has made this possible, that he's Hmm. called us together, that he has blessed us with the resources, the gifts, whatever it is that we have, and we're able to come together by this power of his spirit to give him honor, to give him glory, to hear from him in his word, to pray to him, to fellowship because of Jesus. Shouldn't Shouldn't that make us thankful? Yeah. Rather than stressed out or yes. burdened and yet how often are we are we not like that right absolutely <laughs> so you know so be thankful yeah and then he says call upon me in the day of trouble i will deliver you and you shall glorify me again mm-hmm. you know how many times have we been in a situation where we're rehearsing or we're we're getting ready for the meeting and something goes wrong yeah you know no charts um, no, the power goes out. Um, your instrument stops working. You break yeah. a string. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, oh, oh. you know, what do we do in those instances? It's like, oh, the meeting's going to be, you know, terrible. Uh, you know, whatever it is that goes yeah. wrong. You know, what the Lord says, you know what? Like, I gave you that moment so you could call out to me. Yeah. Because that's how I'm going to glorify, my, glorify myself through you. Mm-hmm. Call, I will deliver you. Call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me. Hmm. But we don't like to be in those situations. Right. That's total, <laughs> it's total dependence. Oh, man. You know, it's total dependence. And it's not that, you know, obviously we don't want to be in those situations on a Sunday morning when something happens that's a panic. But I'm just even thinking about like week to week. Month to month dependence. Yeah. When you're planning a set for Sunday, where is the dependence? Yeah. When you're planning for your Easter service at the beginning of the year, you know, whenever you do it... Which we don't do. (laughs) We plan for our Easter service the week before Easter, (laughs) just just so everybody's clear on that. Well, I know, and yeah, and... I mean, we've talked about that on previous podcasts, you know, how how much planning, how how you should think through the year and calendars and schedules and stuff. But however you do it, that, you know... Bob, how would you practically encourage uh, leaders that are listening to this in dependence? Oh, that's a great question. And I, you should talk about this too, because I think you model this really well. Um, it begins with prayer. Hmm. It, 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 it <laughs> has to. It, yeah, if we don't 
talk to the Lord, you know, do I really think this is a day of trouble? Or do I think that I've got everything together? And I really don't need the Lord that much. I mean, I needed the Lord before. So we're about to move into a new building, Sovereign Grace Church of Louisville, mm-hmm. which I praise God for. I'm so happy about. But that will make us less dependent in some ways. Mm. You know, right now we're bringing in cases, we're loading them up an elevator we one, have to rent one at a time, yep. rent spaces. Yeah. Um, you know, we do all that kind of stuff, and it's we, you feel dependent. You know, well, when you have a building... It's like, it's all right there. Yeah. One, flip the switch. Everything's on. <laughs> power's on. Instrument's in place. It's really great. You know, don't need people as much. And yeah. I don't want to lose our dependency. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't, you know, I, I we need the Lord every time we gather. Yeah. Uh, we need the gospel. We need his word. We need the spirit. And we have all three. But yeah. God wants us to cry out to him. Yeah. Because... You know, in in some sense, this is our day of trouble. Mm-hmm. You know, we may not think we have any problems, but there are people with battling sin, battling suffering, battling self sufficiency, um, and anything could happen. So we just want to be walking in reality, right? And saying, "Lord, I we can't do this on our own." Yeah. So that's what prayer is for. Yeah, and I think I think you model that um, really well, Bob. In, I mean. You know, me being on staff with Sovereign Grace Music with you and working with you uh, in a lot of projects previously, there's always we're starting with a level of dependence through prayer uh, in everything we're know, doing. That's something I just years ago the Lord, well, over time the Lord convicted me of. Mm-hmm. I would, I would, I would saying these kinds of things, mm-hmm. but I wasn't doing it. Yeah, and yeah. I think um, you know it doesn't matter what it is really. I mean, we just did two full days of shooting for uh, a new Spanish project that oh, we're working yeah. on. And te uh, esperamos. Yes, it's 14, 14 translations. Uh, twelve actually. But... Oh, sorry, twelve. That's translations. Right. Maybe you know have two. Been, I don't know about. They've been very long days. They have been very long days. But it, it doesn't matter if. Um, we are on set and we're all ready to go and all the lights are cued and the cameras, mm. we're going to stop and we're going to prepare and we're going to make it clear we're dependent on the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't matter how much preparation or time or money you're putting into something. Yeah. How little time you have left. Yes. Yep. Yes, you need the Lord's help. I think another, um, um, you know, I guess I would say after prayer, a dependence on the Lord you know, absolutely. I would say a dependence on others. Huh, I, I feel like you have to draw mm. other people into uh, your world. We need each other. If you're a worship leader on a, uh, and you have a staff, you have a pastor, there needs to be a relationship. Um, yeah. Maybe not a best friend, but someone that there has to be a dependence on. Hey, I need your help in thinking through yes, this. Yes, and not there being needs, afraid to ask. There needs to be a dependence on your team as well. Hey, um, I value your opinions. I value your perspectives. Mm. I mm. value your input. I value your w- wisdom. You're not an island. You're not alone, uh, because that can create. Um, uh, I don't know. At its worst, narcissism. <laughs> God will oppose you. God will oppose you. How, you know. You know. He 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 humbles the proud and exalts the yes, humble. Yes. Um, so I, I would, I guess I would add that. Yeah, no, that's, that's really good. Um, a, a, a gratefulness is, is another aspect. Um, you know, he offers sacrifice of thanksgiving, glorifies me. I think he says at the end of the Psalm, yeah, that's what it was. The one who offers thanksgiving as a sacrifice glorifies me. 
So, so we're thankful. We're just being thankful for what we have, and and we're not seeing this as an opportunity to impress. Mm, but that's huge. To respond with gratefulness to what the Lord has done for us, what He has given us, right. and and it's so easy to overlook all that and think, okay, the next thing I do, this gathering, this meeting, is that's going to you know get me in better with God, and mm. you know it's going to move me on and. No, gathering together with God's people is meant to be a means of grace that, that nourishes us and strengthens us and we, matures us and builds us into Christ and into each other. But it's not something that God needs, mm. and it's not something that He hasn't given us the means to accomplish in the first place, and in one sense, we are hearing from Him and just bearing witness mm-hmm. to what He's done. Mm-hmm. We're just acknowledging, this is the Lord's doing, it's marvelous in our eyes. I started doing something recently that that has been very helpful, and that is some point in the first like 15 minutes of the day, I just say these three phrases, I need you, I depend on you, I trust you. Mm. And I just fill that out in my mind. I just, it's just saying, Lord, I need you. You don't need me to do something for you today. Mm. And even today, oh my... Even today, I was, I'm just so aware this morning of all the things I need to do today. (laughs) And I woke up to two texts that they woke me up that were not, they were problems. Yeah. Both these texts were problems. Good morning. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So I I just said, okay, Lord, I'm not going to let this problem dominate my vision. Uh, Mm. I need you. Mm. I depend on you. So... I'm, I'm going to depend on you. You're the one I'm going to run to. You're going to be my refuge. You're going to be my shield. All the, all the metaphors that the Psalms use to tell us, hey, God's the one you need to go yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. He's your sword, your shield, your refuge, your mm-hmm. rock. I depend on you. But then thirdly, I trust you. Mm. It's not like I'm hoping you'll come through. Yeah. I'm hoping you'll you know give me what I want. I trust you. I trust yes. your goodness. I yes. trust your wisdom. I trust your love. I trust your sovereignty. So I think there there's there has to be an active uh expression mm-hmm. of, of those things. I need you, I depend on you, I trust you. And it's that's been very helpful for me personally, but I think even for our gatherings, we can say, Lord, I, I need you for this meeting. Mm-hmm. Um and I depend on you. I, I'm not depending on our technology, on our, you know, the fact that you know everybody's actually here this Sunday. Nobody canceled last minute. Yeah. That's not what I'm depending <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. Um, I'm not depending on the fact that you know all the technologies seem to be working mm-hmm. because it may go out. You just don't know. And the goal is not to make sure you know we have everything perfect because yep. that will absorb all your time all your energy yep. all your expectation expectation yeah left out of the picture mm-hmm. you don't need the lord if you're if you've got it all covered and it's not that we don't try and get it covered it's just that's not our main concern mm-hmm. uh, and then we trust him we trust that the lord's going to reveal himself to people i, I mean just having a great time of, of, of gathered worship and song, you know, the church gathered, doesn't necessarily mean people's lives are changed. Hmm. The Spirit's got to do that. Yep. So, so we, can, we can come together humbly, knowing, God, you've made it possible for us to come to you. 
You have initiated our relationship with you, and now you want to do things in our midst that are totally your doing mm-hmm. and for your glory. And we just want to acknowledge that where we failed, uh, acknowledge that you are great, forgiving, merciful, good, powerful, strong, that you, you have good in your heart towards us, and you are accomplishing that even as we meet. And I think as we, you know, as we have that mindset, we will be doing what Psalm 50 says to do. Yes. Come to God with a sacrifice of thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Let other people know, this, is all, this all has to do with the salvation of God. It's, it's the fact that Jesus Christ came. He came, and he became one of us, mm-hmm. and he absorbed the wrath of God for us. He, he took the punishment for our sins and has risen from the dead, and now he has ascended to his Father's right hand and mm-hmm. is reigning and interceding for us, and one day he's coming back for us. It's the story we tell a lot on this podcast, yep. and we should be telling a lot in our churches, yep. because it's the story. It's what we have. Yep. And so how do we think we can bring something to our Sunday gathering that God needs is is confusing, that God doesn't need us, <laughs> but he's invited us. Yes. He's made it possible for us to meet with him, and, and what a joy to do that every week with the church. Amen. Amen. Yes, it is a joy. That's... That's the end. Yeah, I guess I guess that's where we're going to close. <laughs> thank you uh, for joining us, and uh, thank you for listening. Yes, for watching. Uh, we will look forward to the next time we do this together. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Sound Plus Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music. Sovereign Grace Music exists to produce Christ-exalting songs and training for local churches from local churches. For more information, free sheet music, translations, and training resources, you can visit us at sovereigngracemusic.org.